Oh my. How Valkyrian. It's podcast time. Good one, grab your friends. We'll talk about baby Disneyland's and Matt the Man and Names a Woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob and Adventure Time Podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. Wow, that sounded angry. Oh, no. <laughs> I was- <laughs> I just realized that I was just like breathing heavily into my microphone. <sighs> I'm Matt. I'm Matt. That's how you sounded. <laughs> that was rude. I was trying not to laugh. <laughs> how are you? Oh, I'm good. Good. Wait, I got to finish my spiel. Oh. We are here reading and reviewing all of the Adventure Time episodes starting from the very beginning to the end. Matt? Yeah. How are you? I'm pretty good. Are you? You would think that we've been we haven't been recording for four seasons or something. I'm I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm swell. You know how much has happened since the last time we recorded? So much. We went to Hawaii. Yes. We've come back from Hawaii. Yes. That's it. No, we went to a Renaissance fair afterwards. We did. We did. That was fun. We dressed up in in Renaissance fair costumes. Yeah. We went paddleboarding yesterday. It was so beautiful. Yeah, it was awesome. We found a rope swing. Oh my gosh. It, and it was like something you could only get to if you paddle to it. And it was so fun. Yeah. Matt was, was like a little kid. He's like, hee Yeah, I, I couldn't help but, but make like cartoonishly happy expressions when I'm jumping. <laughs> like, oh yeah! <laughs> it was really cute. It was awesome. It was probably one of the, the funnest times we've had going to our... Um, this lake that we like to go to for paddleboarding. It was really lovely. Yup. Yeah, I think we've summered right this year. We have summered right this year. It's kind of sad that the summer is ending. Yeah, we've done a lot of fun stuff. I'm feeling really bummed about it, actually. Yeah. Yeah, we had a good balance of working in the office, mm-hmm. the home office, and uh, spending time outside. Yeah. I'm glad that we've done that. Yeah, me too. Speaking of time in the office, I've started making a cartoon. Yeah, you have. You want to tell the listeners about it? Yeah. So it's like I'm just animating like a campfire tale scene where it's like somebody's singing the song of like a local legend and then it, and then I animate like the story that he's telling. Mm-hmm. I'm so- really excited about it. I This is a it's fun to see your partner so energized and excited about a project they're working on. And, and I love it when Matthew gets like an idea and he's just super stoked about it. I just love seeing his face light up and just being. You know, super excited to work on it. It's just rad. I love it. Thank you. You're welcome. What have you been up to? Um, you know, stuff and things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we also bought a treadmill. We did. <laughs> it's so, so cool. pretty. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I love it. I love it so much. Never have to go outside again. Ever. <laughs> no. Uh I didn't leave the house for three days four days yesterday last week. Three days. I remember. It was crazy. Because I'm working from home and have the treadmill and, you know, our weightlifting stuff. And I was just like, after a couple of days, I was like, huh, I haven't left the house. I need to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we went outside yesterday. Yeah, yesterday was really, really nice. Today is warm. Yeah. Yep. Quarantine life, y'all. Mm-hmm. Just don't forget to step outside for a minute every now and then. Can't breathe some air. Breathe some air. Yeah. Take a little <laughs> walk. <laughs> Well, we have two really cool episodes today, Lady and Peoples, and You Made Me. You Made Me! Um, these are really cool episodes. I um, I really like them both, and I'm just really excited to talk about them. Yeah, I was curious what you were going to think of both of these ones. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get started, I just need to do this real quick. Okay. 
It's not beer. No, Diet Coke. <laughs> it's a Diet Coke. We're both having Diet Coke. Speaking of Diet Coke, have you seen their new like commercials about Diet Coke? Like, mm, probably. They're like, oh, it's okay that your grandma or your mom drinks Diet Coke, and oh, this yeah, is why they're cool. so badass. And yep. you know, it's just really funny. It's it's just. It cracks me up. Yeah, when I went to the movies the other day, it played one of those Diet Coke commercials. Mm-hmm. It played like 10 Diet Coke commercials. They, they, I swear they own Cinemark Theaters. Okay, should we get going? Let's do show? it. All right, ready? Let's do it. Oh my gosh. That's how the show is going to start? Oh yeah. Okay, all right. We're Okay. Strap in. Okay. Synergy. <laughs> So, we're going to talk about Season 4, Episode 19, Lady and Peoples, overall number 97, IMDb rating of 7.9, directed by Larry Leachlider, Adam Muto, written and storyboarded by Cole Sanchez and Rebecca Sugar. Original air date, August 20th, 2012, and it had 2.75 million U.S. viewers. Nice. August 20th. 7.9, huh? Yeah. I think we're, we're, this is the beginning of like a whole bunch of episodes that are like seven point somethings. Mm-hmm. So the title card shows a bunch of Polaroid photos of Princess Bubblegum and other characters from the show, but mostly her and uh, Lady Rainicorn. Actually, okay, really interestingly, I just noticed this. Finn and Jake in the pictures are scratched out. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. Yeah. And like Jake is scratched out. Uh, and it's laying on top of some brains and, like, sinews. Yeah. It's pretty good foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah, the Finn and Jake being scratched out of the pictures is some, like... Did you Ugh. notice that at first? No. I noticed it as you were going to say it. And uh, the other thing about this picture is Lady isn't scratched out. Yeah. I wonder what that's about. Yeah. And Ooh. also... <laughs> um, Is that one on the right? Is that little... PB, it looks like young Princess Bubblegum. Mm, I can't tell. I th- oh, maybe. Yeah, but she Could did. Ha- she did way. rock the short hair for a little bit. So. She did. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Oh, also, are some of these pictures like straight out of past episodes? I don't know. I think there's a picture of Starchy in there too. Oh. No, not Starchy. Yeah, no, cinnamon it's bun. Cinnamon Bun. Yeah, yeah. What's he doing in there? Oh my gosh, this All is right. craziness. <laughs> This is so funny. And then there's like a little, there's a head of a guy that was chopped off. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, take a look at this title card. It is bonkers. And the two seconds it was on screen, I was like, we're going to have a lot to say about this title card. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did say that. And we did. We did. It's cool. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So for the synopsis, Princess Bubblegum and Lady are trying to find Finn and Jake who have been missing for three weeks after battling with the Ice King. Lady discusses her apprehensions while Princess Bubblegum takes some tea with her tea robot. Bubblegum then tells her that the Ice King is not a major threat and with science on their side, they have the advantage. Lady and Bubblegum then fly off into the Black Ice Cave where she cannot get any signal on her GPS and relies on her heart signature machine where three heart signatures are detected, thought to be Finn, Jake, and Ice King. Yeah, she has all this um, tracking technology Mm -hmm. it's tracking technology and then she also has like these weapons and stuff and she keeps it in a bag and really interesting i have thoughts about this but when we get to the end i'll i'll uh i'll share some more yeah i gotta say right off the bat princess bubblegum owns this episode she does and it it is a lovely pb and 
lady episode. And um, one thing I do want to point out is it's really interesting because it says in the synopsis, lady discusses her apprehensions. And what I think is really neat is that they, she speaks in Korean. And so it's a two, it's a conversation, but the dialogue that Princess Bubblegum responds with gives the the viewer enough information to understand what it was she was saying. And I'd be really interested to like play a translator or something or have it translated to see what she says. But I did think that was cool. And there was like a good like 30 second like piece where she was really talking about her concerns. And it's just all in Korean. And it was fascinating. Yeah, it's really cool because like because of like the inflection of her voice and everything and like the way she was animated, you can tell kind of what she's saying. Yeah, I thought that was really cool, too. Yeah, really, really cool choice that they made. Yeah, because it was like a minute before I realized I'm like, oh, this has all been in Korean. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hadn't even noticed. Yeah, really interesting. Yep. So she also sees several hearts on the monitor, but dismisses them. Oh, okay. Yeah, you didn't see that <laughs> I just, part? I, know, I, I got that. I saw that part. But now, like, knowing how the episode ends, I'm like, oh, several heart monitors. Okay. Yeah. yeah like, I didn't get cool. that. In, yeah, until the end. Like, I was totally like, oh. Yeah. That. It's a good episode. Yeah, it's interesting. A lot of um, world building in this episode. Yep. So they both go into a realm where they're attacked by an army of evil hands. And they're like lightly brushing the back of her head. It's ugh. It's super freaky the way they do that. Yep. So they escape and Bubblegum hears the Ice King's voice through an air vent. Bubblegum tells Lady to proceed using the heart signatures as navigation. They're nearly crushed by an enormous tongue and Lady flies into another room. Much to their surprise, giant eyes on the wall open and shoot laser beams. Lady is hit and badly injured, unable to fly. By the way, I, we didn't mention it in the synopsis, but there's one point where they're flying through a giant sphincter. Yes. It's gross. <laughs> it is gross. This is like a really interesting episode. And and so I was like, huh, Ice King has a lot going on in that in that castle that we never learned about. But then, like... How does this even work? I don't know. I can't remember. Is this in the Ice Kingdom? It's, it is, it's in it the is. Ice Kingdom. It is. It's in the Ice Kingdom. But yeah. is this something that he does all the time? Or is this actually the result of the other baddie? I think it's a result of the other baddie. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. When she flew into that uh, room, the eyes were all closed. And they looked like walnuts. And I was like, those are eyeballs, aren't they? Matt's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But I want to go back to the hand part. It was really funny because they kind of like mess with them. Mm-hmm. So one hand come and like brushes her back and the other one like brushes her cheek. And then they like come after him. It was just like setting up for it was just creepy. Yeah. You know, what's kind of interesting about this episode. Mm-hmm. Like the, the setting of it is creepy. Like that place is creepy, but it's not a creepy episode, really. Yeah. Like It doesn't rely on like because a lot of the episodes that take place in creepy, creepy, creepy. I like crepes. Um, a lot of episodes of sweet or savory. Pla- oh, both. Yeah, both. <laughs> I love. Oh yeah, so a lot of episodes that take place in creepy places also have like creepy dialogue and creepy characters and stuff like that. But this one, it's like it's in a creepy place, but you have two fun characters you're following. It's like a Zelda game or something. Mm-hmm. You can go to like kind of a creepy cavern or something, but it's mm-hmm. like yeah, you're here with Link. It's it's all good. Yeah, he's the Master Sword. Yep. <laughs> Is that all? Yeah, that's it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So Bubblegum carries Lady into a dark passageway that opens up after the eyeball zapper. After noticing that she is near Finn and Jake, she finds Ice King on the floor with a hole in his chest and what seems to be veins spread on the floor. Bubblegum then drops the heart monitor in surprise as Ricardio, the heart guy, 
reveals himself to be the real culprit. If you recall in Ricardio's episode where he is, um, this is when when we're introduced to him, he ends up in Ice King's chest at the end. Mm-hmm. And I just remembered that. I forgot. I was like, how did he? And then I remember he's been in there the whole time. Which yeah. Is crazy town. Anyway, he throws Finn and Jake on the ground in front of Bubblegum, who who are poisoned by Xanoids. Yeah, you remember Xanoids? No, I didn't. It's from the first Ricardio episode. Um, They're talking about Xanoids and things like that. And uh-huh. Finn doesn't know what Xanoids are. And he's trying to impress PB with like talking about them. Oh, that's right. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Ricardo reveals that he had spent his time in Ikea's body using his tissue to make a new body. Yeah. I love like when Ricardo first shows up, like half of his face is shrouded in shadow. Uh-huh. It's like they keep him in the dark. Uh-huh. He's a scary looking dude. He is a scary looking dude. I'm a man now, princess. <laughs> so. Um, George Takai is just a beautiful soul. I am super like impressed by his voice acting his acting in general but his voice acting is just so great he's amazing as ricardo i can't believe it's been this long like since the first ricardo episode right season one yes we're we're at the end of season four that's That's insane crazy so he then recalls how he only wanted bubblegum's heart last time and this time he wants the whole package (laughs) ricardo takes lady from princess bubblegum and ties lady in a knot throwing her in a corner after that so pause one of, that's why I was wondering why Lady's face wasn't scratched out in those pictures. Yeah, because he just totally, like, disregards her. Yes, exactly. Mm. Sorry, go ahead. So Ricardo then leans against the princess and ask her, asks her to marry him. Bubblegum agrees to marry him if Ricardo can beat her in hand-to-hand combat. And this is where we see Bubblegum's got some fight moves. Yeah. So she angrily dismisses Ricardo's advances and then tears his limbs apart. And she kicks him in the face and warns him never to return. Ricardo escapes, whimpering into the shadows. So this is really interesting because at the beginning of the episode, she's like, we have science on our side. And quickly, and we didn't mention this earlier, but when they were tearing or um, taking the in the hands section where the hands were all after them, they lost all of the science gear except for the heart monitor thing, the GPS. And so I one of the things I thought about was how the uh, PB's approach versus the Finn and Jake approach where Finn and Jake use hand-to-hand combat most times to win their battles versus PB, who was like, I'm going to use science. And it's interesting how she ended up ditching science to save the day. Oh, good point. Uh-huh. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Oh. Any other thoughts on that? I think that's cool. because <laughs> 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 no, I didn't even think about that until now. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, just real fascinating. Two days and another day for the antidote later, Finn, so three days later, question mark, uh, later, Finn, Jake, Ice King, and Lady Rainicorn are all healed in the Candy Kingdom's Castle's Hospital. Candy Kingdom's Castle Hospital. Castle, Candy Kingdom's Castle's Hospital. So there's a hospital inside the castle. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Should have <laughs> said many... hospital, I guess. <laughs> right. Too many apostrophe S's. Uh, Finn wakes up, freaks out that Ricardo has returned and is in the Black Ice Cave. Princess Bubblegum tells Finn that everything was taken care of and shows Finn and Jake that she made a new heart for Ice King out of Ricard- Ricardo, Sinews, Toffee, and Maracas. Why Maracas? Yes. And it was so funny because uh, then Ice King like starts like cha-cha-chaing because you can hear the maracas shaking and she's like, please get Ice King to leave. Yeah, please. but then he, he's Moroccaing, and she's like, please leave. It was so cute. <laughs> so she walks over to Lady Rainicorn and apologizes for putting her through danger. 
saying that she saw it, the five small dots next to ladies, which happens to be the puppies on the heart monitor. And she didn't know. So the episode ends with Lady tearfully saying, I am pregnant in English to a surprise Jake. And he responds with, I'm puppies. (laughs) (laughs) The end. Such a good episode. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I highly enjoyed this one. Yeah. What did you like the most out of this episode? Or what are your thoughts about this? Uh, I like the uh, the team up with PB and uh, Lady Ranicorn because you don't really see the two of them interact too much. Mm -mm. And again, like even with the speaking Korean and no subtitles, you get like this real sense of a bond between them. I mm-hmm. think that was really cool. Yeah, I agree. I I really like how they expressed this relationship that they have. And it's clear that they've been, that they're close and they rely on each other. It, it reminds me when I first learned, like when we first see Lady and we first see them together is like, this is just their ongoing relationship. And it's so rad. Yeah. I think another thing that's cool is like you get hints throughout the episode that it's going to be Ricardo in the end. And if you're not paying attention to it, it's a real surprise. I was totally surprised. Yeah. I had no idea. I was like, what? Yeah. It's a well-written well-written episode. Yeah. Some yeah, nice yeah. mystery there. Yeah. Um, I wrote in my notes, was not expecting Ricardio. That was so cool. And then PB kicking his butt. Mm-hmm. Really violently, too, like ripping his, his tendons apart and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that there's an emphasis. So what I really think is cool is that Princess Bubblegum is a strong female protagonist. And she is very smart. She is well-written. Are there uh, Is she somewhat evil? Maybe? Question mark? Uh, or fascist? Maybe? Maybe that's too strong. I don't know. But we could talk about that later. But on the positive side, what I really like is that she embraces science. And it's a great example to, you know, women and young girls of and and even and even guys like of what a strong woman looks like and even though she's a cartoon character it's like yes you know this is a this is a thing that can be real so i just think it's neat i almost get the impression that like maybe the writers were like we've been a little hard on bubblegum this season like making her look like not the most likable character Mm -hmm. so maybe that's why they gave her like this full episode Mm. showing that like she's actually like kind of kind and caring mm-hmm. and also a butt kicker yeah i i like how strong she is presented in this episode yeah. and how she was able to really protect herself and and just the fact that it, it wasn't even that she was able to protect herself but that she went in to save finn and jake yeah the lady and be like no it's fine we got this you know i just thought that was really neat yeah it's it definitely shines pb under a new light and i mm-hmm. think that's really cool mm-hmm one of the things that I thought was funny is that apparently Finn has a secret GPS implanted in his ear. Yeah. <laughs> That's not creepy. That sounds about right. Jeez Louise. <laughs> She's got to keep a tr- keep an eye on her hero. Yeah. Hold on out for a hero. <laughs> Matt. Yeah. Where was the snail? So the snail is in the igloo when Princess Bubblegum says, let's roll. So at the beginning of the episode, Lady is bundled next to a propane-fueled heater inside an igloo, and PB is drinking her tea. She's all bundled up in a parka, and she has her bag that has all of her weapons, her science weapons, and it looks like the snail's right there. And Matt was really, really funny. He's like, saw it. <laughs> and I was I like, the snail. I, it was so quick. <laughs> I didn't yep. see it. Also, so we have the picture up of uh, her next to the snail. And, like, just because, like, I've been, like, doing some animating stuff, I'm noticing PB's 
anatomy of this picture looks really good. Yeah, it's it like, is. It's a really good picture. Yeah, it's awesome. It's neat. Yeah. No fill face in this episode. Uh, Matt, what was your favorite line? How Valkyrian. <laughs> it's Ricardio talking about PB's fighting skills. Yeah, like a Valkyrie, right? Yeah. Everyone's favorite Marvel character. Mm. <laughs> What's your favorite line? Um, mine is from IK. It hurt. Oh, boy. How about a hug? How about a hug? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> uh, so, so good. Ice King in this was just super funny. Like, even though it was like his body was torn apart. <laughs> yeah, I love when they find him. She's like, oh. he's like, sup? He's like, hey. <laughs> and then Ricardo was like, yeah, I have his body. I made myself this thing. He's like, yeah, it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Ice King is like barely phased by any of this. Right, exactly. Ugh, it's crazy. Give me an impression of a character. All right. So, George Takai. Oh my. Yeah, he said his I love it. It made me so happy when I heard that. I was like, ee! Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that he's not like above that, where he's totally. like, I'm not going to say that line. No, he's totally, he has leaned into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm so glad that he has. Yes, yes. My impression's also Ricardo. I'm a man now. <laughs> I feel like you say that all the time. <laughs> I'm a man now. <laughs> Oh, Ricardo. And Ricardo was like head that he had over his heart was like a taped on like. Yeah, it's literally a little paper head or something. It's like, I thought it was a bucket. Yeah, I thought that too. It's like he's he put all this effort into creating this body. Then the head is just like this little bat. Yeah, it comes off really quick. Oh my gosh. So funny. So, so good. Mm -hmm. All right. So guess what? What? We got some triv. Boo yeah, it's trivia time up in here. I really need to work on an actual trivia song. That's what I'm saying. I keep, st uh, like, yeah, no, I, I, I peter out. You know what? I'm just leaving that up to you, and when you find it, you will share. It'll happen. I know. Maybe season five. Maybe. Probably not. Probably not. You won't remember. It's cool. Nope. Um. Okay, so there's a difference between the noodle that Lady Rainicorn has taken in the episode and the storyboard. On page 15 in the storyboard, she says, vermicelli, which is a kind of spaghetti. But in the episode, she says Vietnamese. It is either a translation error or an intended change. Huh. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I think that's the first time we've got a storyboard trivia. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So this is the first episode where PB and Lady Rainicorn are the main characters. This is also the first time Princess Bubblegum uh, was seen fighting in hand-to-hand -hand combat. Yeah. I didn't realize that. That's cool. So Lady Rainicorn speaks English without using a universal translator for the first time. It is possible that PB taught her to say this while Finn and Jake were unconscious. Huh. Ricardio briefly calls Ice King Simon. Interesting. I did not catch that. I guess Ricardio would know that, like being from Ice King. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, Which is, uh, for those you know, a reference to his real name, Simon Petrikov. Petrikov. Is that Russian? I think so. Yeah. That's what it, it sounds like. It's uh, Slavic. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Peebles is a nickname for Princess Bubblegum. Who Which I that? didn't know for a while, but then she gets called Peebles. In like a pretty recent episode. Yeah. Yeah. In the storyboard, the Ball Blam Burglar Burr, <laughs> which is Princess Bubblegum's primary weapon in this episode, is named the Ball Buster and looks like a revolver. Yeah, it looks like it just like spits out tennis balls, but- yeah. She uses it once. It, like, blows a hole in the ceiling. I was like, whoa. Yeah, like, the, the tennis balls look like, kind of like, so, like, in the, 
Zelda, they have that green kind of like a zappy tool. Mm -hmm. That's what it looks like. Yeah, you can see that. Yeah. So it's revealed that Lady Reunicorn speaks to Princess Bubblegum in formal Korean, despite being very close. Though this may be due to PB being of royalty. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. That's all the trivia. Yeah, that's cool. So do you want to hear what your prediction was for this episode based on its name? (laughs) Yes. Lady and... Wait, what's the name of this episode? Lady and Peebles. That's right, Peebles. Ah. Your prediction was Lady introduces Jake to her imaginary friend Peebles. Peebles turns out to be jealous of Jake and is secretly trying to sabotage the relationship. That's wild. Okay. (laughs) As far as creativity, that's an A+. That sounds so funny. Uh, As far as how close it was, well, Lady introduces Jake to someone. They're puppies. I'm puppies? Uh, I'm puppies? So cute. Um, not jealous. It's a C. It's a C minus. As I'm far okay as with that. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. And <laughs> and you want to predict what the next episode is based on its name? Heck yeah! You made me. Okay, so Finn takes on a powerful blah 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 blah. Finn takes on a powerful tree wizard. Overconfident, he thinks he can win. However, the tree wizard has a secret weapon. He casts a spell that takes over Finn's ability to make choices for himself, and Finn is forced to tear down towers built by the tree wizard's enemies. Oh, that's funny. You already you had to be a tree wizard's. If, <laughs> if the episode were to have a tree wizard and it was like a celebrity guest voice, who do you think would be the tree wizard? Well, my guess is Clancy Brown. He's uh, the lead uh, prison guard in uh, Shawshank Redemption. He does the voice of Mr. Krabs in SpongeBob. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. Trying to think, like, someone with, like, a deep voice. I think he's been in the show already, though. It would have to be, like, because I I think of, like, a tree being something, like, ancient and wise. Oh, you know who would be really great? Who? I can't remember his name. James Earl Jones. Would have been amazing. That would be pretty awesome. That's what I'm saying. He probably would have done it. Yeah. I would have loved that. Yeah. Oh, well. (laughs) Oh, well. Probably not going to happen. Thanks, Jake. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Matt, what are your thoughts about this episode? Any last things that you want to add? I'm glad I watched it again. It's been a really long time since I've seen this one. Mm -hmm. I loved Ricardo's glorious return, and it was cool seeing PB as the lead. Yeah, I I agree. I I was super surprised by Ricardo. It was a little gross getting to that point where you're like navigating inside of a body. It reminded me of the theme park episode uh, from Rick and Morty where they're inside somebody's body. Yeah. This episode was really neat. I loved the surprise at the end. I really liked um, just the relationship between Lady and Peebles and how it really gave them a time to shine that didn't involve the Candy Kingdom. Yeah. Which was really neat. And uh, this was just a cool, unique episode. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm glad we both liked it. Yeah, me too. All right. So should we get to the next episode? Let's do it. Let's, I'm going to X out this show note just viciously. God, done with it. Oh, my goodness. You're being really dramatic. <sighs> it's really caffeinated. <laughs> <laughs> i'm puppies i'm gonna say that from now on forever puppies i'm puppies it's like one of jake's only lines in the episode and he absolutely nails it it's adorable oh he's like he's like the big burly like dad that if you didn't know him you wouldn't know how sensitive he is yeah and 
<laughs> Jake's a sensitive guy. It's <laughs> funny. Okay, so on to episode 20. You made me IMDb rating of 8.1. I was wrong. <laughs> Overall number 98. Directed by Larry Leachleiter, Nate Cash. Written and storyboarded by Tom Herpich and Jesse Moynihan. Stop it. <laughs> Original air date, August 27th, 2012. We're two days off from that. Um, an unknown amount of viewers. It's going to happen one of these days. We're going to record on the day that the uh, episode was released. Yep. The title card is uh, a play on the famous scene from Frankenstein where, you know, he's it's alive. It's a PB standing over a, like an operating table putting lemon grab together with like all these old school mad scientist lab mm-hmm. things going on around her. It's cool. Yeah, I like it. And there's like an electrical current between one side of her and the other. And the name of the title is spelled through the electricity. So creative. Yeah, I love it. But she looks so happy. So, synopsis. The episode begins with Finn hooked up to Princess Bubblegum's new Aurora visualizer machine, using it to look at Crunchy's Aurora. Finn tells Princess Bubblegum that he wants to see Peppermint Butler's Aurora next. Um, Really quick, the Aurora was like rainbow colory and it was really cute. Yeah. And what happens is like they could see their, he could see their Aurora through this machine and it was projected onto a screen. And then she like did this little science-y thing and then the Aurora became visual to everybody. So it was really... Really neat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she was like, only you can see it, Finn. She's like, but actually I'm lying and we could see it on the screen over here. Yeah. Like, I was like, okay, that was weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so he wants to see Pet Butts Aurora next, which causes him to hastily say, hey, hey, you don't want to see that. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. We knew it. We knew he was evil. <laughs> he is. He is. But they didn't do it. Um, Jake then complains that he's tired. So he and Finn start to leave. On their way out, they see two banana guards in a room supervising cats. Castle's camera. Yeah, this is great. I have a question about this. Oh? So, do all the candies live inside the castle, or do they have their own houses? I th- I'm i pretty sure a lot of them have their own houses. So, does she have everybody under video surveillance? I assume so, yeah. It's PB, <sighs> of course she does. I have feelings about this. <laughs> GPS and Finn's hair, or Finn's ear... Video surveillance. Torture dungeon. Uh, torture, torture dungeon. dungeon. Yeah. Yep. With skeletons in it. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Continue. So after making Finn and Jake promise to keep it their weird secret, the banana guards hesitantly point at a screen. So at first, Finn and Jake cannot see what they're talking about until the banana guard zooms in and they catch a creepy, disturbing sight of Lemongrab stalking Chocoberry, watching her sleep in her bedroom. Soon a bunch of candy people, including PB, are in the security in the security room watching Lemon Grab. So when the guy zoomed in, all I could think of was enhance. 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 <laughs> Super troopers. Yeah. Clearly they told them as soon as possible, even though they're like, yeah, we'll keep it a secret. Yeah. Or security guards ever. <laughs> yes. Princess Bubblegum finds Lemon Grab to ask him what's wrong. Lemon Grab tells her that Castle Lemon Grab currently has no citizens and complains that he is the Earl of Nothing. He then slips out of the window and runs away, tearing off his clothes, yelling, You made me! You're my glob! Princess Bubblegum can only watch him sympathetically and sighs from the window above him. Yeah, this poor guy. This is like the saddest part of the episode. Yeah, Lemon Grab is an unpleasant character. Sure. But he was made that way and he doesn't know how else to be. Mm-hmm. So the next day, PB, Finn, and Jake gather the candy people together to find someone to live with Lemon Grab. No one offers to go until the pup gang appear and, <laughs> appear and tell Princess Bubblegum that they will live with Lemon Grab in exchange for money and amnesty for past crimes. And Jake's like, 
was it one of them threw a basketball, basketball at, his at his head at one point he's like you can let that slide <laughs> so pb agrees to meet their demands and soon after the pup gang go to the castle lemongrab to meet the new royal i love the pup gang by the way the pup game is crazy and also they're like we want you know the big cash wad so that way like for our delinquent mothers, you yeah. know, and it was just like it was such a like grab at the heartstrings kind of yeah. statement, like for a mom so they can have you know what we didn't have, and I was just like, what is yeah, this? What is this like, commentary whoa, about? What is their story? Yes, this kid that grew up in the harsh streets of the Candy Kingdom. Yes, you know that there's harsh streets. We know that because of like the CD like bar and the back alley stuff. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much I need. So much I need to know. Sorry, by the way, I, I'm I'm stumbling over my words even more than usual today. You're fine. Stop it. As soon as the pup game arrived, they begin to annoy Lemongrab by insulting him and disobeying his instructions. So he takes them to his reconditioning chamber, <laughs> where he electrocutes them as punishment. Three days later, Lemongrab goes back to Candy Kingdom and continues to spy on the candy people. Princess Bubblegum tries to calm him down and teach him the ways of being a good ruler by showing him how to pet and play with candy people which only causes lemon grab to become irritated and upset because she like picks up this little candy guy it's the guy from the beginning that she who's aura she was catching yeah he's like oh it just needs lovin's and pettings and crunchy's like eee. so then lemon grab tries it he's like poking it violently he's like mm, put you in my oven <laughs> <laughs> it's gross yep. so then he denounces pb's ways claiming that his way must be right and then runs off screaming and flailing his arms like a lunatic. And Finn and Jake are ready to go after him and crush this mess all accordingly. But PB still wants to try to help Lemon Grab. So they all travel to the castle Lemon Grab to find the pup gang and calm the Earl down. So the one thing about this is that Lemon Grab's right. Like Princess Bubblegum's way is not always right. And yeah. he has his own way of doing things. And it's not always right. But there are things about it that is, you know. I'm not saying he should electrocute everybody. But... You know, I mean, she's not like the end all be all on how to rule. Yeah, it, it is actually like a little bit the story of Frankenstein. It is. Where, you know, Dr. Frankenstein made this monster recklessly just because he could make it. Mm -hmm. And then just kind of neglects the monster and it's trying to learn on its own. It's like, you're responsible for all the bad things I'm doing because I don't know any better. Right. I think when she was like, oh, this is how you love the candy people. It's like, it's clear. I mean, we'll know by the end, like why, like. That, like, the candy people are not his people. Yeah. You know? And and he doesn't tolerate them because they're not his people. Mm-hmm. Mm but then why does he, like, stand in the rooms and watch them sleep? I don't know. I don't know either. He says, like, he likes that best, so maybe because they're quiet? Yeah, maybe. And he's lonely, obviously. Yeah. So, like, he wants companionship from them, just not when they're awake. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. And showing their differences. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right, that makes a little more sense to me. That's interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so Finn and Jake find the pup gang in the reconditioning room and try to get them out. However, Lemon Grab finds them, locks all of them in the room, and reconditions Finn and Jake along with the pup game. Princess Bubblegum enters and tries to help, but gets cornered instead. The Earl tells Princess Bubblegum that he does not want her help because she was the one who made him the way he is in the first place, calling her poison. Yeah. That's fair. Lemon Grab aims his sound sword at her and fires, but Finn crashes through the glass wall of the reconditioning chamber and leaps in front of the blast saving bubblegum. I love that moment. Me too. That's another one of those awesome Finn moments where it's like he sees someone in danger and he's like, nope, he's going to walk through that electric field 
mm-hmm. jump through the glass. It's awesome. It's a he, great film. He, sacri- he literally sacrificed himself for her. Yep. Which just, again, speaks to his loyalty to PB and her yeah. agenda. I love those Finn moments. Those are some of my favorites in the show. Mm-hmm. So suddenly, a second lemon grab walks into the room that's naked. And uh, the original lemon grab is confused. So PB explains that she made him for lemon grab to be with so that he'll no longer be lonely. So Lemon Grab and the clone inspect each other and curiously poke at each other for a little while. They both smile and nuzzle lovingly. Hmm. Like me and our cat princess. Yeah. <laughs> so they become best friends and happily set Finn, Jake, and the pup gang free. So the episode ends with the two Lemon Grabs on their mounts saying goodbye to Princess Bubblegum, Finn, Jake, and the pup gang. By the way, does this mean the pup gang aren't going to get any of the things that they asked for? I think they will. I mean, they already did. And I think that Princess Bubblegum Gubblebum. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I think that they will get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't recall if they ever come back or not, but I love those three characters. Why do you love them so much? They're just, like, they just have so much personality. I love mm-hmm. the, the leader, Jamaica. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Just like their monologues and everything are great. I just, I really, really like them. Yeah. I think they're clever for sure. And they are um, definitely super fun. I uh, am super curious about them and i would love to see more of them me too so what are your first thoughts on this one love pb's hair yeah it's up in like a braid and it's like one of those like swedish braids where it's like around her head as a crown super cool yeah she's not wearing a crown for a lot of this one mm-hmm. you know who would be wearing a crown what who wouldn't be uh uh you know scoring their crown who princess cookie <laughs> <laughs> That defeats the whole purpose of that episode. She's like, no, I'm not giving up my crown or giving him a crown. I'm royal. That's funny. I totally want to see Peppermint Butler's aura. Yeah, me too. It's probably horrifying. It's like, yes, that's great. (laughs) I didn't put anything down under first thoughts. No. I've seen this episode many times. Okay, so so LG was really funny. Um, Let me grab. I... One of the things that's so tragic is that when PB was asking for volunteers to go live with Lemon Grab, Cupcake literally broke his own arm oh to avoid it. I can't. My arm is broken. Yeah. <laughs> that might be my favorite moment in the episode. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. you pointed that out because I totally forgot. Yeah. 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 I do love also that LG uses the term rigmarole. Yeah. What's this rigmarole? What's this rigmarole? So good. It sounds like something the Flame King would say. Oh. What's this rigmarole? <laughs> I I do like have a lot of feelings and I don't know what I just don't know how to feel about this. I mean, obviously, I think that PB did a good job of fixing her mistake. Lemon Grab is the nectar of her kingdom. Mm. Okay. And, and so like But he has, I think, more opportunity to do his own thing. But I just, I think that she did a good job of providing companionship for him. Yeah, I don't know why she didn't do that earlier. It's like, she's seen that this is a tortured, pretty messed up guy. Yeah. Who needs companionship. So I wonder why it took so long for that to happen. Mm -hmm. Maybe she was just busy with kingdom stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean. I could just be digging way too deep into it. Or she just didn't prioritize it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I like this episode. I think this is a good one. This yeah. is this was one of my regulars when I was younger. It was fun revisiting it. What what is your favorite part though about this episode? Like what made it one that you would come back to? Oh, uh, just some of like the quirky humor in this one, like Mr. Cupcake breaking his arm. Mm-hmm. 
and like the banana guards watching this thing every night and not saying anything about it and some of lemon grabs weird dialogue like mm-hmm. put you in my oven <laughs> and the sound sword <laughs> but like, just things like that yeah like it's just like it feels very old school classic adventure time mm, okay yeah i can yeah. definitely see that is there anything you didn't like about it not really i can't like there was there's no parts of the episode where i'm like groaning or anything like that yeah, i think uh, i agree obviously when you get a lemon grab episode you're gonna hear a lot of screaming yeah that could get annoying. You know, there wasn't as much in this episode as there was in the, our first episode with him. Yeah, he's a little more toned down this definitely, time. Definitely, definitely. We've got more of his episodes in the future. I'm excited. Me too. <laughs> There's one in particular that I'm really excited for, and it's uh, another one taking place in his kingdom. Mm. I, I, that must be coming next season. But anyway, it's it's dark. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> So, uh, did you have a favorite line? Yes. My favorite line was, Milam and Grab, what's this rigmarole? I think that was so funny. What's this rigmarole? (laughs) Good line. Yes. Yes. My favorite line is from PB. Yeah. Something totally bum slops. Something totally blum. Oh. Which I assume means bad. (laughs) I can't remember what, like, what the circumstances were that she said it, but I like that line. Yeah. Okay. So, I remember when he took... Was it? I think it's when he left the castle. Went. He's like, "You made me. You're my glob." Uh, Finn's like, "What are we gonna do?" And she says, "Something totally bum slops." Oh, that's kind of gross. Bum slops. That just yeah. sounds so nasty. Yes, it totally does. Sounds like diarrhea. All right, Matt. Yeah. What's your impression? I'm Jamaica. This is Tuffy and Blombo. <laughs> and and I love how like. Jamaica like wiggles or wiggles hips. around when he says Blombo. Yep. And Blombo's the one that has the headphones on, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the headphones stress out lemon grab. Yes. Take them off. Take them off. <laughs> My impression is, huh? What's happening here? <laughs> that's Blombo. Oh no. When they pull off No no, that's fine. When they pull off the uh headphones when lemon grab starts to freak out yeah. and right before they use the sound sound sword on them. It's like Blombo had no idea what was happening this mm-hmm. whole time. Mm-hmm, because they were literally just chilling. Yep. Hey, Matt. Yeah? Where was the snail? Oh, did we skip that? We Oops, skipped my that. bad. Yeah, no, it was my bad. So the snail is in the security room right beside the banana guards. I don't know how I didn't see it. It's right there. Snail watch! 2021! Oh, yeah. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> d- So in this picture, it's so funny because you can see Cupcake with a wrapped arm. From breaking yeah. their own arm. Ah. Oh my gosh, it's so crazy. And then someone in like a jail cell. Oh, I wonder who that is. Yeah. I can't zoom in close enough. It looks like a banana. Maybe it's a banana guard? Maybe. Did the banana guard just sleep in the jail? I don't know. I don't doubt it. Crazy town. Looks like a uh, banana guard drinking some hot brown. Hot brown. I see a cup of coffee up on top of the monitor. Bad place for a coffee. Mm. In fact, it's dripping onto the monitor. It is dripping onto the monitor. <laughs> These guys are not good. No, they're so bad. Security guards. Hey, Matt. Yeah. We got some trivia. Oh, sweet. Let's do it. I'm actually really excited for trivia in this one. Good. <laughs> because I bet there's some nuggets. Oh, nuggets. I like chicken nuggets. Me too. Jake is shown to be able to move things through his body freely. Princess Bubblegum is apparently familiar with this ability and favors it as a means to mount him. So she, uh, Finn and PB ride Jake to Lemon Grab's castle. Mm-hmm. And 
she like goes in through Jake's mouth and then comes out on top, kind of like a Mario tube, like in an L shape and comes out on top to sit on his back. Yeah, it's really cool. It is. It was really clever. I don't remember if this episode happened yet or not, but there's a really funny moment that's been made into a gif where like Jake swallows Finn through his butt and then plops him on top of his head and then... What? And then Finn just looks like really disturbed. That is so gross. <laughs> oh, it's like I, he turns into a car and uh, sucks Finn in through his butt and then ew. plops him into the car seat. And then it's just like a close-up of Finn's face doing like a massive frown. Oh, that <laughs> is not good. No, but it's so <laughs> funny. It's like a standout funny moment. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gross. So uh, next piece of trivia. The title card music plays when Lemon Grab 1 and 2 touch each other. Poke each other. Let's say poke each other. They are poke. Yeah. Not touchy. <laughs> Both don't sound great. No. Uh, Finn's hat was destroyed in this episode when he jumped to protect PB. Interesting. Yeah. It comes right back in the next one. Mm-hmm. So the promo art depicts the scene that Jake mentions where the pup gang threw a basketball at his head. Huh. Cool. Interesting. I want to Google that. This is the first time Lemon Grab uses a sword. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Lemon Grab refers to Lemon Grab 2 as a rigmarole when introduced. Rigmarole is a somewhat outdated word, meaning a long, incomprehensible statement or procedure. Nonsense. Mm. So Lemon Grab pronounces it as rigmarole. This is the common variant in the United States in how it is spelled in the storyboards. The term has its origins in the Ragman Rolls, a collection <laughs> of 13th century documents. <laughs> oh, okay. So. Cool. I guess... Uh, What's the, this nonsense? The, the actual word is rigmarole, not rigmarole. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> You're welcome for that dissertation. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Professor M. You're welcome. <laughs> Princess Bubblegum is not wearing her crown in this episode. The reason for this is unknown. Yeah. because She's showing off that kick butt hairdo. Yeah. So, episode connections. So, Peppermint Butler, P... No, I'm not. P-butt. Pep-butt. Pep his apprehension of showing his aura to Princess Bubblegum suggests he does not want to reveal his true nature to her, as revealed in episodes such as Death in Bloom, Return of the Nightosphere, and The Suitor. How does she not know, though? I feel like she must know, and it's she just kind of like an unspoken thing. Like, she knows, she's like, all right, you're a useful guy, so I'm just going to ignore the fact that you've clearly got some evil stuff going on. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I agree with you. I think that there's there's other stuff. She knows. There, she can't not know. You know, who, he reminds me of uh, that character Varys from Game of Thrones, hmm. where he's kind of like, um not chaotic neutral, but like he's he's always looking for the best of the kingdom, even if he has to do evil things kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The title card uh, music of Burning Low plays when Jake lets Princess Bubblegum hop on. So this is Lemon Grab's second appearance. The first one is too young. Also, Lemon Grab's skin is darker than his first appearance. In the background of Banana Guard's surveillance room, there's a wanted poster for Scorcher, last seen in Hitman. Oh, yeah, there is. That's cool. You, you posted the picture of it. Yeah. It's huh. got pink lettering. So, cultural reference is. <laughs> yeah, well, we already get the Frankenstein one. So, the lion form that Jake has taken resembles Japanese donut house mascot, Pondy Lion. Cool. Princess Bubblegum wears a hairstyle known as the Crown Braid. The Ukrainian politician Yulia Tymoshenko is known for wearing this style. I apologize, Yulia, for jacking up your last name. All good. One of us had to do it. When refusing to go and live with Lemongrab, the candy people shout out, No, no, we won't go. This is very similar to what young American anti-war protesters shouted, shouted in response 
Wow. To uh, the Vietnam War draft, which is hell no, we won't go. Huh. All right, then. Yeah. Um, You Made Me is the only episode in the fourth season storyboarded by Jesse Mohanahan and Tom Herpich. The team also storyboarded two young Lemograms previous episode. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. So your prediction for this episode, Mm -hmm. based on the name, You Made Me, Finn takes on a powerful tree wizard. Overconfident, he thinks he can win. However, the tree wizard has a secret weapon. He casts a spell that takes over Finn's ability to make choices for himself. Finn is forced to tear down towers built by the tree wizard's enemies. <laughs> that sounds so much fun. I love that. Yeah. A plus plus. That's one of my favorites ever. Yeah. How close it was. Finn takes on someone powerful, I guess. I guess Lemon Grab's powerful. Mm. Mm. He thinks mm. he, he thinks he can win. Mm. However, Lemon Grab has a secret weapon, the sound sword. It's another C. <laughs> 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 as a, as far as how close it was. Uh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> But do you want to predict what the next episode's about? And Heck I get the yeah. feeling you're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so who would win? Finn and Jake come up upon a town that are obsessed with winning. They pit Finn and Jake against each other in an escalating competition of who will win. All right. Yeah, I, I don't want to say too much, but good job. Yeah. Pretty good job. Matt, guess what time it is? What time is it? Stump the chum! Oh, no. I forgot about this. More questions for Matt to see how he does and whatnot. Great jingle. Good, thanks. All right. I found some really good ones. All right. I'm ready. Okay. So, Flame Princess is friends with what minor character? She's friends with Cinnamon Bun. (gasps) Yes. Yeah. How did you know that? Future episodes, yo. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they become like besties. Very cool. Okay. What episode was the first aired on Adventure Time? The first aired? Yes. Oh, boy. Slumber Party Panic? It was. Yes. Good job. Thank you. I love it. Okay. Finn and Jake chase the Lich into the multiverse. So this is future, where they encounter Prismo, uh, a being who can grant one wish per person. The Lich wished for extinction of all life, so Finn counters that by wishing that the Lich never existed. Finn ends up in an alternate universe. What is his last name that is mentioned there? Mertens. How did you get this? Finn Mertens. That's so crazy. I really love that episode. All right, I'm doing much better this You're time. You're doing so good. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, in the episode, I think it's Fear of Water. Ocean of Fear. Ocean of Fear, yeah. What did Finn and Jake pay the business men with? Business? Wait, that was business time. Oh, sorry. Business time. My bad. In business time. It, oh. I think we did those two episodes together. That's why. Yeah. Oh, what did they pay them with? Oh, mm-hmm. man. Not money. True. Money. Crap. I don't remember. They didn't pay them with anything. Oh, that's a trick <laughs> question. <laughs> and... It's been a long time since we watched that one. <laughs> and that is the end of Stump the Trump. I've been stumped. Good job, Matt. <laughs> Thank you. You did. I, mean, I did all right. You yeah, know? you did fabulous. I was su- I was surprised that you got some of these questions. I was like, he's not going to get this, and he totally was it like did. Mertens. Yes, <laughs> that was great. I love it. Thank you. You're welcome. That was Thank fun. you. I like doing these. Any last thoughts on this episode? It's good. I like the. It's good. That's <laughs> like I keep having the most generic like final words. I'm like, oh, it's, I like it. No, it's, this is just one that I've seen so many times now. Mm-hmm. that uh, I think 
it might have lost a little something from how many times I've seen it now. Mm-hmm. I still like it, but it's like I know like every scene by heart in this one already. Yeah. So it's like that, you know. I like yeah. it. I definitely recommend checking it out, obviously. And mm-hmm. what do you think? So I, I immediately thought I was going to hate this episode. Not going to lie. Yeah. Lemon Grab was super annoying and too young. Didn't like him. And I didn't think I was going to like it. And I really did. I thought it was interesting. Gave me a lot to think about. And it really highlighted the balance of things. And that, you know, if you're going to invest in something, you need to take care of it. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's just, I just think it's really an interesting episode. I liked it. I want to see more Lemon Grab. And you will. I'm excited. There's, there, like, the Lemon Grab story gets pretty uh, vast. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a story. I'm excited. It'd be cool. So with that said, we have some Lister feedback. Lister feedback. Oh, yeah. So from CC Slacker, we got a five-star review saying, love it. Hi. Love this podcast. Can't wait for you to do I Remember You. We will in just a few weeks. I know. We're excited for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the five-star review. Yeah. Thanks. And we got another five-star review from Inshibidabudhedabudhedabudhedabudhedabudhedabudhedabudhedabudhedabudhedabudhedabudhedabudhedabudhedabudhedabudhedabudhedabudhedabudhedabudhedabudhedabudhedabudhedabudhedabudh
do this for money, so we won't pay you anything, but we would love to <laughs> collaborate. So, you know, consider it. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, so thank you for listening to another episode of Oh My Glob and Adventure Time Podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.